Um, what are your names again, please? Mine's Jamie Aldridge. Jamie. And I'm Becky. Becky, nice one. Um, so we're walking, we're currently walking down Euston Road because we arrived at King's Cross Station for the Stand Up X uh, March. What would you? What are your personal reasons for it being here, or, or the, um, the the top of your agenda today? Uh, you know, as to why you're here. Becky, you want to go first? <laughs> sure. So, for, for me, it's a question of freedom. Um, you know, the, the government they should be free to present numbers, statistics, but we should be free to assess that risk for ourselves. We should have freedom of choice. Yeah, and that felt a bit challenged today. I spoke to some police and they said to me, um, you can't protest, it's illegal to protest today. That feels a bit oppressive, right? Well, how come you're here today, Jamie? Do you know what, Becky explained it really well. You know, it is, we are being dictated to as a race. This is not, for me, human beings are being controlled by fear, they are being controlled by guilt, and they are being controlled by shame, by being embarrassed by things. And this whole thing is just about them being in control. And we are humans, we are allowed to do what we want and we should be connecting with people. And what they are not allowing us to do is to connect with people. What did, did you, um, I hear you man. Uh, some people say like that could be, um, that could be harming other people, you know, by, by protesting today, maybe not wearing masks. You said you don't wear a mask at I all. I wouldn't wear a mask. No. So the argument is that that is endangering other people's lives. So it's like you've got the free will to do whatever you want, but I don't go and stab the lady behind the, the corner shop counter, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, exactly what I just said there about people are being controlled by guilt. That is, it's like somebody calling you selfish. Yeah. People that call you selfish are calling you selfish because you're not doing what they want you to do. Whereas if you do what everyone wants you to do, you become selfless. It's a nonsense. They're, they're controlling you by guilt and making you feel that you're killing your family by not wearing a mask. Yeah. And it's not right. I hear you. Are you, are you uh, what, what do you think about that? Well, I, I think the reality danger. is, you know, um, the reason that people aren't going to the corner shop and Hello, stabbing. Hey, how you doing? You man? Yeah, I listened to that podcast. Did you listen that to it? Nice, yeah. Wicked, man. I'll come back down one day. Yeah, yeah, I'm just yeah. with these protesters today for the... Uh, Stand up X thing. Oh, cool. I'll take one of these there. Yeah, yeah, please do. Yeah, yeah. Nice one, I'll I'll speak to you in a bit. Um, we're sorry about that. I actually no, spoke to that guy on another yeah. podcast about this uh, this HSC protest. Good guy, good guy. It's called Aussie. Anyway, um, oh, cool. what was um, I going to say? So sorry, what I was going to say is um, you know, the reason that the majority of people aren't going into corner shops and stabbing people, people don't feel inclined to go out murdering people, is because the majority are behind those laws that feels like the right yeah. side of the moral compass to be on yeah um, and again you know we're not coerced into not killing people we can make that choice for ourselves and right. this, this is this is exactly the same scenario we should be able to make that make this choice for ourselves if we want to protest peacefully we should be, be able to do that if not you live in an authoritarian state yeah 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 absolutely um, all right, cool. So, have you been to a few of these marches this summer? Uh, well, not this summer. It's not the summer anymore, Jesus. Um, <laughs> this year, God, it's been. It feels never-ending, doesn't it? Like, uh, have you been to a few of the other ones here? Have you made friends? Because are you two here by yourself today, right? By yourselves. I, I'm, I know these two. Okay, and yeah. these two lads in front. And I'm here by myself. Right, where have you come from? Barnet. 
Barnet, cool, and... I've come from Ballam. Ballam, all right, so you, you're both around London. Yeah. Uh, yeah, have you been to the other ones, and ha- what was it like at the other, uh, other protests? How did it make you feel being there? Well, oh. as I said to you earlier, uh, I don't use the internet, so I wasn't aware of any, but I've only found out about this one through a group that I go to. So, no, this is the first one that I've been to. Right, what's the group like? What, what's that? Well, it's, it's basically the same as what we're doing here. You know, it's people that don't believe in what, what's going on in the world right now. You know, we go there, we hug each other, we talk to each other, and, and we talk about what's going on. Right, put the world to rights, work out what's going on. Yeah. Where is it? Oh, no, maybe you can't tell me where it is. No, I better not. <laughs> <laughs> I might come along one day. Uh, I know, well, I'm keen. <laughs> have, have you been to a few of these protests? Um, do you know what? Interestingly, it happened um, for exactly the same reason. This is the first one I've heard about. Yeah. Um, I was keen to come to uh, marches, yeah. but um, uh, whenever I looked up if anything was happening, I couldn't really find much information on the internet. Um, I right. guess that's probably because, um, play, you know, people don't want to spread the word too much to avoid what we had today, the police um, basically breaking it up. Yeah, so what, what, what we saw earlier is the, um, turned up at King's Cross Station and there's just so many police, it feels like they're um, stopping it before it can grow into anything. Um, so we're walking to Marble Arch at the moment, I think, because that's closer to the destination, which I guess is parliament uh what do you guys do do you do you work outside of this what what do you guys do for a living do you at work um actually i work in finance in um, infrastructure projects <laughs> do you tell your mates your colleagues at work that you do this kind of thing at the weekend um i haven't my um some of my colleagues know my views um but if everyone if to people colleagues who are very pro lockdown i haven't um, been so vocal <laughs> really yeah there's a lot of judgment isn't there yeah, exactly. in offices I don't, to, I don't want to cause trouble with you <laughs> what about you jamie me well i was an electrician but uh, that stopped a couple of years ago so i've just really been working on myself and doing my own thing for the last two years um and it's all leading up to this really to be honest good for you all right man well i got no more questions let's just walk in uh Let's just walk and see what happens later on. What are you guys doing for Christmas? Christmas is just around the corner and it's quite a contentious subject. It seems like a a basic question, but, you know, people are avoiding seeing their parents or their families or whatever they usually do. What are you doing, Becky? Um, I think I'll still go and see my family. (laughs) Oh, really? Yeah. What, Christmas around your parents or something like that? I'm from Yorkshire, um, so I'll probably, um, yeah, go back up to Yorkshire. Um. <laughs> I'm from Yorkshire too. There you go, I might do the same. What about you, Jamie? Yeah, it's quite a sad, sad story, actually. Uh, my brother works in the NHS and he's very prone this rules. And, yeah. and we've kind of fell out about it because I won't allow him to dictate his fear on me. So my family, my brother's got kids and that, and my mum and dad are going to go and see him. So I'm kind of trying to work out what I'm going to do via the group or, yeah, just working out what I need to do at Christmas because of what's going on. Right. Oh, yeah. So things are up in the air a bit. Yeah. What? So can't you put you and your brother kind of put put this behind you and for the Christmas period, well, you know? No, because two, two as I said to you before, I will not wear a mask. I will not be controlled by fear. Yeah. And my brother won't. Have, my brother's the complete opposite. So it's not going to work out. Do you think he he's just going along what he's been told, um, or you know, because because obviously as a health professional I guess he is if he works for the NHS is he 
he's not lying. He he doesn't think he's lying, does he? No, he's, this is the thing. I'm not blaming him in the slightest. Right. This is what he believes. You know, this is his profession, and it's 90% of the world are the same. Yeah. But I'm not. I've been shown another way by the universe of how to live without fear, without guilt, and without shame, and that is what I do. And I'm not going to change for my brother or my family or anyone. Oh, fair enough, man. <laughs> um, what's your name? Uh, we've been walking now for a little while. We've been walking from Bond Street Station towards, I don't know, to, towards Marble Arch. What's your name? Debbie. Debbie, nice one, Debbie. Um, so why are you here today? I know we're not, we're not anywhere in particular, but you're here for the protest today, right? For the march? That's correct, yes. Um, purely because I'm fighting for our freedoms. Freedom to speak, freedom to move. Yeah, that is Regent Street, yeah. Where is that? Where is the destination? Take it, just go left there. Come on, Is there anybody else following uh, you're saying fighting for freedoms. Yeah, freedom for you know to speak, you know to speak the truth. Freedom to walk around without being muzzled. Freedom to travel freely without having to take a vaccine. You know, freedom to get back. Not that we were ever fully free because it's all an illusion, but freedom to move around, see our families, you know, be with our friends, and and get back to some sort of normality. Yeah. Um, so, some people would say that it's endangering other people's lives by, by being out here, by not wearing a mask, by um, ignoring the rules. Uh, what do you think about that? I think they're talking absolute BS. <laughs> um, purely because by wearing a mask, you're actually breathing your own CO2. Now, people don't wear masks properly. There's right. no, um, no you know, proof that they're working. And, you know, you touch things out in the public you know, then you adjust your mask. Yeah. So all those germs are getting on your mask and you're then breathing that in. So we are actually less spreaders. We, we, you know, we're spreading far less by not wearing one because we're not touching our face every five minutes. Yeah. You know, and if you look at people walking around in masks, they're not wearing them. You know, they're below their noses, they're below their chins, you know, and, you know, you see kids walking around... Adjusting them and pulling them away, and you know, because they can't breathe properly, and yet they're all under the impression that this is helping them, and there they are breathing in their own CO2 along with every germ that they put on there. So, to me, stupid. Why, why, why would, um, why would like health professionals and people at the NHS, because why would they support that? Because they've been paid to, or they've been warned that if they speak up, then they lose their jobs. Okay. You know, because if you get any doctors that are speaking out, you know, they've been shut down left, right and centre. You know, the majority of people, they're scared to lose their job. So they're scared to actually do anything, whether it be a march or whether it be speak up, you know, that people are scared. Yeah. More so, I think, of losing their jobs, losing their livelihood than they are of actually yeah. the, the COVID. Because COVID itself, it was downgraded in March on, on the government website. 
it's it's not an inf- you know people can get it yeah but same as we get flu yeah right but we don't shut down the economy for flu no we don't you know people don't lose their jobs because of flu you know they want to shut down small businesses so the likes of amazon and all these big companies will stay open and take oh, full it, control yeah. they make a lot of money the rest of us you know who have these poor people that have spent years okay no. <laughs> the rest of, you know the rest of these small businesses are, are going to all die the entertainment industry dying of death yeah you know because they don't want people being happy being happy raises people's vibrations yeah and the the actual virus is a very low vibration so by keeping people living in fear their vibration is very low so they are more likely to catch it because they're living in fear. Oh, Whereas okay. if you've got a high vibration, it can't touch you. <laughs> what, what do you do? Um, do, do you, have you been working throughout the pandemic? I, throughout I this year? I was working until July and then I lost my job. <laughs> oh God, I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, it's okay, it's one of those things. What was the job? I, oh. I used to work in um, the building industry um, doing building contracts. Right, okay, so you've been directly affected um, by the the economic standstill yeah, I've been I've been protesting before all of that yeah you know I'm not here because I lost my job you know at the end of the job a job a job you know yeah um, I'm here because you know I value my freedom I grew up you know in a time where we were free to yeah. travel free to do and I, I don't want to see the generations come not be able to do that yeah, I understand. Uh, what are you what are you doing for Christmas? I know Christmas is on the doorstep, on our doorstep, and uh, I'm doing Christmas as normal. <laughs> yeah, you know, I will see friends, I will see family, and I don't give a shit about te- tears. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what do you usually do Christmas Day? Or what What do you think you'll be doing? Um, depends, like on the uh, travel thing, which is always an issue whether you got this or not. Yeah. Um, probably going to see family just before Christmas, and then. Um, See friends at Christmas. Yeah. Christmas Day. Lovely. Hi, right, cheers, Debbie. Get very drunk. <laughs> yeah, same here. Why do you want to ask me? Well, why are you here? I'm Jack, by the way. What's your name? Oh, it's just talking. Um, Sandra. Nice one, Sandra. How come you're here? You, you guys are shouting a minute ago, that's why. Yeah, because we're angry. We're angry citizens. These police, who are supposed to be keepers of the peace, are actually here hitting and arresting people for what for what we are believing in they are leading us into a dystopian future they are directly letting this happen we look back in history what happened to the jews how do people let them go to the concentration camps they are doing this today in modern times why have we not learned from the past right is that same for you as well absolutely and i just wish that people would wake up and see what's going on they've admitted the facts are wrong the death rates are wrong everything is bullshit people need to wake up are you willing to be arrested today for this because you might be no, no. i'll school cough <laughs> yeah yeah we'll run off when they're done I've, <laughs> I've got children and that's the reason i'm yeah, here we've got children and what life they are living now is a disgrace oh really but do you, do you believe that coronavirus is real or do you yes. think it's made up but it's- it, it might be a virus out there, I'm not saying it's not real, but it is not a pandemic. Definitely not a pandemic, they changed the rules, didn't they, for a pandemic just before this hit us. Okay, so it's been a bit, been a bit manipulated. Underhand, underhand, yeah. Is this your, one of your daughters? No, no. I've, got, I've got a five and seven year old. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're not young enough to get involved in this kind of thing, but... No, I wouldn't you, bring them, they're too little. But you're raising them to think in this open-minded yeah, way? Yeah, my children yeah. do not use hand sanitizer. they laugh at people in masks, they know it's absolute crap. 
like we've punk. been to London several times and not caught coronavirus. Yeah, we've been around hundreds of thousands of people at these protests and we have not even had a cold. <laughs> Fair enough. Cheers, guys. <laughs> I'm Jack, by the way. What's your name? Kirit. Kirit, nice to meet you. You've got a, you've got a high vis on that says Law Observer. Yeah. What's up? And you've got a camera in your hand. What's going yeah. on? So we're here today to talk to the police officers, the senior police officers, and put them on notice saying that we're not looking to have any arrests today, peaceful protest, and just have a conversation, have a dialogue with the senior police officers today. And do you know some of these guys already? No, so this is the right police have just been sent in now. Right. Um, but earlier on, when the crowd was gathering in uh, Marble Arch, yep. uh, at Speaker's Corner, there were several yellow cap police officers and we were trying to engage in this uh, conversation with them and just inform them that this is a peaceful protest. We're not looking to have any arrests today. We're standing under common law. A lot of the common law movement is uh, is coming, uh, is manifesting in these marches, you know. Ah, okay, I understand. So it's uh, so you're trying to speak to the policemen more than police officers more than yeah, the protesters. And specifically, the senior senior police officers. And any look so far? Um, they, Will they talk to you? Because they didn't always talk to me. They, they do engage in conversation, but very quickly they just walk away. So yeah. they're not particularly interested in what we have to say. And um, at the end of the day, they're taking orders and they're just following an agenda to um, disrupt the protest today. And so it, to make it seem yeah. more aggressive than it, yeah. Than it is. Yeah, yeah. We're, everyone's here very peaceful. There's a very clear intimidation strategy going on. And we're trying to calmly uh, you know, dissipate the, uh, the kind of tensions because there's, uh, there's no need for all this stuff, you know? I agree. Um, you, are you, so, but you also align with the um, with the, the reasoning for being here for the for the protesters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we're here to uh, work with the protesters, you know, and and try and ensure that there's a peaceful protest, that there's no arrests made. That's the main thing, you know. Yeah. People should not be being arrested for peaceful protests. Not at all. Yeah. It should be legal, right? Exactly. It should always be legal. Exactly. I mean, this is. Uh, uh, Why are you here? Right, okay, we're gonna get a move physically get a moved on. Um, okay, well thanks for the chat mate, I guess yeah. we'll, I'll, I'll wander off. Yeah. Oh no, are you so you're hanging out as long as you as you can? Yeah, yeah, I mean it's it's not proving particularly fruitful at the moment because um, like I said, they've sent the right police in who are not interested in talking you know they're here to do a an enforcement a, a very physical intimidating enforcement type of enforcement. Um, would you be celebrating I see you've got a turban on yeah that's indicative of your spiritual beliefs yeah, yeah. What, which is what I, I, I follow the Sikh tradition yeah so you, would you be celebrating Christmas this year yeah yeah what will you be doing for Christmas? I'm going to see my parents in Portugal. Oh, really? Holiday, yeah, yeah. Very nice. On Monday, so you're going, going early? Uh, no, yeah, I'm going ne next next Tuesday. Tuesday. Cool, man. Yeah, how about yourself? I'm, I'm going to try and get up to Yorkshire. Oh, shit, there's been an arrest over there. Arrest? I've just arrested my daughter. Are they really? Her boyfriend and for unicycling. Daughter's girlfriend. And the daughter's girlfriend. They're all under 20, 21. What are they arresting for? Us? Unicycling. He was unicycling in front of them, like doing tricks. And then they just came up behind him and arrested him. The coronavirus no health act. Literally no reason. They where battened they her. Someone over there and we can't, can't get They won't let us through. They won't tell us where they're taking them. God, that's annoying. <laughs>
Understatement. So you're, you're a bit of a family, a family day out for the for the protests. Yeah. I'm Jack, by the way, guys. It's I'm just it's an independent podcast. It's called Human Magic. You can hear nice. it on Spotify. And that. <laughs> um, this is quite fractured as far as the march goes, right? Well, they People fractured are, us, didn't they? Yeah. I, I was at King's Cross earlier, and they've and that was swamped by police. Need to go get friends. Can't do anything. Can't do anything until they take them to a possibly suite. We're going to be in London I think all evening. Oh, you're visiting here today? Yeah, we're from Kent. Only for the day. Okay. Well, best of luck trying to relocate, connect with your family. Um, I was in care. I know about all sorts of things that are going on, how much corruption is happening within different systems of our country. Um, yeah, there's just, we are at a pivotal point right now. I think we're looking over the edge of the cliff and the sheep are being pushed from behind over that cliff, wearing their masks. Right, okay, so, so you were talking about 5G as well a moment ago, so you were shouting yeah. about it. You seem to know more about it than I do. Okay, I work in, in IT. I've been an IT engineer for the last 26 years, so I do look, I'm obviously, uh, you know, I know a lot about technology, and uh, I started to get ill, if I'm honest, from my Wi-Fi router, and I work, I've got a workshop, and uh, at the end of the day, I just felt awful. Uh, and at the age of, uh, well, I'm not going to say, but about seven years ago, I got so ill, I got up out of bed, I could hardly walk. Right. And I'm like, wow, what's going on? So I eliminated, you know, foods, etc. Yeah, foods are making me ill, but the definitive thing was the Wi-Fi. So you've got 2.4 and 5 gigahertz frequency routers, but I'm surrounded by about 16 where I live. Um, so it's literally like living in a microwave. I come away and I, my headaches go away. I start to feel better. I come back. I almost immediately start to feel ill. Not only that, we've got 5G antennas on top of the streetlights because it works in short burst technology. That's how the psychopaths can control it and control where it goes and how far it goes. And they, it's, it's military grade frequency weapons. Um, there was a guy recently who was talking about it. They tried to say, oh, he's a murderer, this, that and the other. I don't care. The actual facts behind this Oh, they're all there for you to find. EE on their website admit it's never been tested on humans, or I believe they're saying that just to wriggle out of yeah. any kind of um, account, yeah, yeah, accountability. Yeah. Um, it, I've got a 5G antenna right outside our front room window. When I'm in that front room, my face feels like it's tingling, it's melting, it's weird. Yeah. I come up in lumps on itchy lumps on my skin. Um, it's horrible. Oh. And actually, sorry, in December, uh, I felt my illness come back again. I said to Tom, I bet they've switched to 5G on. Um, and then we got really, really ill beginning of January. I mean, really ill. And uh, all of our friends got ill, everyone we knew. I won't say where, but... Um, yeah. <laughs> and it was an illness like I've never had. Uh, I was crawling from the bedroom to the bathroom. I had no energy. I was up for six nights. Couldn't sleep, it was like torture. Um, but then I got a text a week later from EE saying you can have 5G now, it's been switched on. Oh. So this this is, you know, this is experiential. This isn't just, oh, I've read this somewhere. I have read it, I've done a lot of research into it also. It's all microwave frequency and it is all 
bad for the human cells in the human body. So what I was saying over there about uh, the 0 to 60 gigahertz frequency, which is the 5G, it excites the oxygen molecule to such a degree that it vibrates and your hemoglobin cannot attach to it and take it around your body. Yeah. Um, and we're seeing with doctors that have been doing autopsies on those supposedly dying of COVID and they're saying that they look like they've got a high altitude sickness. So what that is, it's oxygen deprivation. Right. So, there's a lot of information there. Some people would ask how, how different is it to 4G and 3G and well, 2G? I, got, I actually got ill when 4G was implemented. I got that swine flu. Well, that's everywhere now, right? But we've 4G. looked into it all. My son was like, Mum, the 1915 Spanish flu was radio waves, right? They implemented yeah. radio waves. And then, he's not here, but then there was 1G was something else, 2G was something else. 3G was whatever, I'm sorry to be so vague, but I can't remember. But this is all, you can look it all up and it's all verifiable. The 3G was the thing that came before swine flu, was that something else? And then the 4G was uh, swine flu, and yeah. now this. So is that so? Some, is it something you, your son got you interested in, or is it something oh, no. you, you spar between you? No, like I said, oh, no, I've been looking into this for about 15 years. I was brought up in the care system, so I know all about corrupt government and corrupt, uh, you know, things aren't as they seem. I learned that at a very young age. But he woke up quite recently, really, at the beginning of all this, but something just just went you know i think i was talking to his friends about it and he just the light went on and that was it uh and he's been with me ever since so yeah good for you what are you doing for christmas because i know there's covid, <laughs> <laughs> there's COVID 19 we uh, regulations do, we don't do slave allocated holidays anyway okay we don't believe in government we believe in anarchy now anarchy does not mean going around beating people up and smashing things up it means self-governance yes so if i want a holiday i bloody have one i don't look to the government to say you can have a holiday so none of that bothers me at all okay they have no power over me i understand that would you be given any gifts this year any christmas gifts Probably not, no. <laughs> and I tell people, don't give me any. Fair enough. No. <laughs> I, I'm a believer in... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Alright, nice one. Thank you very much. Okay, you're welcome. Bye. Uh, I don't mind giving you interview. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, what's your name again? Grand. Nice to meet you, man. Yeah. So, you wanted to speak to me. You came over. How come you're here today? Oh, I just came to because I'm like in disillusioned with everything, all the measures that are going on in our country right now. Like with all these lockdown and the tier systems, a lot of businesses they're not opening, anymore gyms have been closed. There's so many people that commit suicide, mental health issues that are all time high. Yeah. Like where are we? Where are we going with this? What's the end plan? Is it to vaccinate everyone? Are we not going to get a choice if whether we should be vaccinated or not? Is it our body? And are the the statistics that they're giving out for like coronavirus and disease that all these measures are based on, are they right? Because like they always say, they're already saying that the PCR tests are unreliable. Right. So what exactly are they testing for? There's so much that we don't know that we need to find out because they are basing all these measures based on that. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Did you? You wouldn't take the vaccine if it came along. No. Why not? Huh? Why not? Because I believe that our body is the biggest healer there is. And with a disease that has a survival rate of 99.7%, why would it take a vaccine that is less than 95% effective? Yeah. Your body can do a much better job of fighting. So do you believe that coronavirus is real? I do believe, yes, it's real, it does exist. But I do believe that it has been 
deliberately exaggerated to induce fear into the population. Yeah. And the main the main objective of all this is to create a grid system where everything is done online. Oh, so he's trying to get everyone online as much as possible. Trying to get everyone online and try to get everyone connected to technology. Right. So are you a bit of? Do you try and avoid technology? Hmm? Do you try and avoid technology or...? I do feel that technology has benefits, but it's also disconnected us from people in the same way. Yeah. Because we're always stuck on our phones, we're always stuck to our computers. Like we're interacting face to face now. Yeah. We can't really do that that much anymore. And that's what our nature, nature needs and our immune system needs yeah. to really be healthy. A baby, what does he need the most when he needs, he needs touch? He needs a, granny, yeah. a granny needs a hug. Yes. And that is what is being taken away from us right now, our humanity, our soul. And I kind of agree with that, yeah. It's, it's extremely, extremely healthy and positive to connect uh, in, in the flesh, physically, yeah. in some way. Um, what, do you celebrate Christmas? Because I know we're coming out of the lockdown and then there's a lot of regulations. Will, will you be doing anything for Christmas this I year? actually don't celebrate Christmas personally, okay. but I understand that the, the people do celebrate Christmas. And I actually feel that because of all this that's going on, it has made us realise that death escapes no one. So instead of, instead of pushing a granny away, maybe spend a bit longer with her because you don't know when when that day could be her last day she could have a fall or she could pass away in her sleep yeah she might never get to spend another another christmas yeah so the last thing he would want to do is make her spend her christmas alone yeah spend as much time with the granny as possible thank you man i'm going to see my nano actually this year definitely yeah thanks man thank you for the nice interview nice one man yeah. i hope that get broadcasted yeah man definitely <laughs> yeah. they? Hmm? Good, useful stuff, and it's fucking well clear. I love yeah, it. Yeah, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah. So last time I spoke to you, what was your name? Aiden. 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 Last time I spoke to you, you had an amazing cardinal outfit on, <laughs> yes. which yeah. you've told me is in your bag. It's in my bag. Yeah. And you, you were talking about nanotechnology. Nanotechnology. That was on your high on your agenda <laughs> about the vaccine, the problems of the vaccine. So now this is what, like a month later almost, the, the lockdown's closing. What, what's your main reasons for being here again today? Here today to protest against the vaccine, the no masks, shutting down small businesses, um, the plans that they have set for next year, um, the, obviously the passport, you need some type of passport to get into shops and sim similar to the mask, you know, you can't yeah. in shops, you can't go on planes, coaches, flights, whatever, you know, like you need this passport to prove that you've been vaccinated, but now they're not telling us what's in these vaccines exactly, they're lying to us, it's all mumbo jumbo, but the, the people know, the yeah. real people know exactly what's in them. And Most, so they're going to poison us and control us, you know. Yeah, I heard that over half of people in the UK wouldn't take the vaccine. Or some, no, more. Yeah, I, yeah. I was just, I'm surprised more, you know. So, so, so last time we talked, the nanotechnology you were saying would be from the vaccine, would go into your bloodstream and would be linked to 5G. I talked to my friend about this after, yeah. obviously a lot of conversation starters. Yeah, His belief was that perhaps it'll be sold to us it won't be mandatory but it'll be sold to us as a kind of cool new tech idea a bit like yeah, when you have a bit like when you have a fitbit for for, for when you yeah. go running or whatever yeah, hey why, why don't you have this nanotechnology in your bloodstream and it'll help us make you measure your own heart rate for exercise purposes yeah, or whatever yeah, yeah. that that's a possibility right yeah that is definitely a possibility i mean um 
Is it Sweden? Everywhere, like so many people are getting the RFID chip. That's like the one main place yeah. in Europe that are getting it. So you're not allowed to enter into your workplace without this chip in your hand. You know, so it's it's in China. You know, they're completely open about it. Like here, they're just very sneaky about it. You know, but they're they're creeping up on the people and they're so it, even. So the, sorry, Karen. so the RFID chip. Cause I, I know um, a religious group. Um, the Hebrew Israelites, and they talk about this a lot. They talk yeah, about yeah. It, the mark of the beast. The mark a, of the beast. It's a biblical yeah. thing. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, because you know, um, Elon Musk said that he wanted to put a chip in people's heads. Yeah. It's a kind of cool new gadget kind of thing. Neuralink, yeah. Yeah. Neuralink. So, so what's the problem with everyone be, having a chip in them? Break it down well, for me. because For one, track and trace, everyone's going to know your information. But it's already there on mobile. But the problem is what's in these vaccines you know they're gonna change our dna and um there's just ah oh, there's so much fucking dodgy shit to it yeah. you know like what is coming to the future where we'll have to be monitored to a point where we're imprisoned basically you know we're imprisoned and if it goes into a, a one cash society where everything's digital they give and they give rid of cash of course then we're just going to be Slaves, we're going to be robots. The system and how everything's been breaking down now, like how they're closing all small businesses. Like, where where's the future going to come? Like, nice one, man. It, yeah. Okay. So some woman's just getting arrested. A uh, young woman, she looks about 18, 19. I can't really tell why people are getting arrested, so to speak, because I mean, it, we are in central London. We're near Oxford Street at the moment. Um, like. Neither a match, you know, you can't tell who's a tourist and who's not and who's passing through. So it seems strange to be able to arrest people. It's pretty busy though. Um, yeah, I'm going to head off because it's very fractured. Like, this is like a tiny cul de sac of people here. Other people have gone towards Speaker's Corner. Um, but yeah, I mean, some interesting conversations. You know, people have a similar idea. We're here for the similar reasons as as they, uh, they were at the beginning of lockdown. Uh, it was nice to see some friendly faces, I guess, from the last one. But in general, uh, I don't know, there's nothing really to say. <laughs> it, it was interesting, it was interesting. All right, you've been listening to the Human Magic Podcast. This is me, Jack. Go listen to the other ones if you want. There's one about Satanism, there's one about transgender, there's one about filmmaking. Islam and climate change, the HS2 protests, there's loads of cool ones on there.